I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. The podcast put together with Red Raider fans in mind. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hi, how are you? Good afternoon. Happy Monday. Thank you for making us a part of your afternoon alongside Dr. Mike Gustafson. I'm Aaron Dickens. We're joining you today until 6 o'clock. We'd love to hear your thoughts and your comments on the Yates Flooring Center chat line at DoubleT973.com. You can also weigh in through the DoubleT973 mobile app. Presented by Happy State Bank. I uh, did have a little uh, traffic alert for okay. folks that are uh, yeah, out and about. And I don't know how long this will last. I don't know why. I don't know the reasoning. You might have seen this on your way up here, too. Um, what is it? 87, I guess. Mm-hmm. 27 South. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think closed at 98th Street. Um, they weren't allowing Eight. exiting cars to continue on the feeder. I can tell you what that is. Okay. Um, Matt Dawson, firefighter mm-hmm. that passed away over sure. the weekend. His memorial service is at Cooks right now. Got it. So okay, you're you're but you're exactly right. There the the uh, the the traffic is closed off. So to to continue with what you're doing, but we do actually know the cause this on for this one. Certainly, best wishes to his family and friends. Heck of a deal there. I'd love to get your thoughts and comments on the Yates Flooring Center chat line at double T 973com You can also uh, weigh in through the double T 97.3 mobile app. Presented by Happy Stuff. Clint, how you doing? You have a good weekend? I did, yeah. Good weekend. Our boy turned 31 yesterday. I know, man. Happy birthday. Anything uh, big that you did? Uh, you know, use the birthday card to go eat... Uh, some pho because the wife doesn't like it as much. Oh my god! Phenomenal. Um, and then phenomenal. Phenomenal. <laughs> um, and then yeah, we went and saw Napoleon yesterday. Oh, what did you think? Ooh. Uh, solid. Probably a six point five out of ten. Glad I saw it. Is it super academic and all that kind of stuff? Or well, I've what? heard it's not very accurate. I mean, well, well, that's fine. I've heard that they've taken liberties. Most of us wouldn't know the difference, right? You know, Were I you took, familiar with him at all him. before, or was this like a little short feller? I didn't even know he was French. You know, yeah. I thought he was just you know some short guy in history. No, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed it. No, I I don't know his story well enough to point out every single thing that was like I wasn't the guy in the stadium. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> didn't really shoot cannonballs at the pyramids. <laughs> Who do these guys talk to? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, they actually spoke French, not English. <laughs> That was something I kept thinking in my head. I was like, so all the French were British. I didn't know that. Right. Hey, there's a perfect drop for this. Him and that movie. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> 14 times. Who's the guy back here in the row behind uh, us? Uh, actually, <laughs> how many times do you get shushed? I don't Mom. Even, I don't even start it up with like, uh, uh-uh. I just do like the grumble for <laughs> And then just go into it. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I just received a, uh, just a bunch of emails, um, that, uh, 
I sent to myself at different points oh, over the last man. six months. That's right. Today's the day. Send Today is the day. We've already done a couple of them. Um, so you know the the load is a bit uh, has been a bit lightened. Got a lot to get to t- today already. So what we might do is is do a couple today and then save the rest for maybe tomorrow. How does everybody feel about yep, that? I'm good. I uh, I'm fine with it. Yeah, we need we spread this out. We've got sixty segments this week, fifty nine after yeah. this one right here. So plenty of. Plenty of inventory. Probably set some, set some aside for Wednesday. Little hoops got hoops that day, so you may may set some aside for that. Uh, not sure what else. Basketball. We yeah, this. we do have friendship and new home, which is like a fraught topic around here on Friday. Clint, Clint will be setting us up with a hot preview for that one. I'm sure he'll be Mike's side for that one. Um, well, I have a Clint's corner. I can't do like 90 feet like Jay Billis. I got to do something. Somebody okay. says sideline uh, to sideline with. Scott, it's a shorter walk. Uh, gonna go see Godzilla minus one today. Let me know how that is. I'm excited to maybe catch that either in the theater or uh, on uh, on on demand. I saw the the wife wanted to go see um, the new Hunger Games movie because she like powered through all the movies like two weekends ago, and uh, that that's three hours of my life that I will not get back. Yeah, and, you, I mean you came three in, hours. You came in firing on that movie, so yeah. Not uh, not a strong recommendation from the uh, Dickens camp. You didn't do like a, what district would I be from quiz? Oh, do they have that? I don't know. I assume surely that's something. My one of my sister. Well, yeah, one of my sister in laws um, is a big Harry Potter fan, and so anytime someone new comes into the family, like you know, a, a new boyfriend or girlfriend for any of my my siblings although now everyone's married etc um they have to get sorted they take the sorting quiz that's how you know some like there's a difference between people that watched it growing up and enjoyed it and, and like people die that lived hard it. fans yes because, is that right because they will not talk about it without telling you i'm uh slytherin mm-hmm. yeah well, that's a, so I'm a, I'm about a, a made up thing or whatever is that right i didn't realize that I didn't realize. I mean, I knew that those were things in the movie, although I couldn't tell you any of that stuff or the book. Uh, but the uh, I didn't I didn't realize that was a thing that carries over into or you team Puff and Puff or whatever you just said. I'm very team. Well, I am. Yeah, yeah, I would are. be a lot more than yeah, Potter if that was an actual thing. <laughs> Clint, Clint, Clint was team Huff and Puff after his 31st birthday yesterday. There's no telling how bad it got there. Think about it. Guy's a lead singer in a rock and roll band. You think he's not Team Huff and Puff? Yeah. Come on. Ooh, asparagus. Uh, this in the Yates Flooring Center chat line. <laughs> Godzilla minus one was incredible. Highly, highly recommended. Really? Wow. Okay. Well, there you go. Um, this in the chat line from Bobby Hot Dogs was one of those self-sent emails to remind you to wish Clint a happy birthday. I assume you guys pulled out all the stops to make it a magical day for your favorite pal. Yeah, my bestie Clint dropped Scott. a dime bag of Maui Wowie by his house and said, "Here, enjoy this, pal. Big birthday." What? Team Huff and Puff. Pineapple. Did you have to take a drug test before we started working here? What do you think the uh, answer to that is? Yeah. Yes. You no. did? Yeah, I did. CSI yeah. drug test. I just test. wasn't sure if they yeah. had to do that still. Did you? CSI drug test. No, not here, but okay. I think I'm just like mercenary contract. He's well, a, heck, he's so a, am I. He's a, well, did you? Yeah. What do you think? They took one look at you and went, hey, dude, 
Hey, I this. Know. I mean, I'm not this dude. We gotta test this guy. I'm pretty boring. <laughs> I know. Uh, test more? positive for French fries. And stuff. <laughs> uh, more tech talk next on Double T ninety seven It's every Red Raiders favorite podcast. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T ninety seven three, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hey there, how you going? Happy Monday. Hope you're having a great start to your week with Gus and Clint. I'm Aaron. We're joining you today until 6 o'clock. We'll have the Cowboys Hour coming up at 6 here on Double T 97.3. Uh, followed at 7 by coverage of Monday Night Football. We'd love to hear your thoughts and comments throughout the program today. You can hit us up on the Yates Flooring Center chat line at Double T 97.3.com. You can also call us uh, on the Visual Edge IT Hotline, 806-771-0973. In fact, if you wanted to wish Clint a happy birthday, you could call him up and say HBD on the Visual Edge IT Hotline, yeah, 806-771-0973. Yeah, give him a call. He'll be the guy that answers. Yeah, so. no, I think that he'd yeah, get a kick out of it. Do it. Okay. Um. Tech's bowl matchup was announced yesterday, and it, you know, not much of a surprise. Brett Murphy, among many others, um, had uh, been predicting Tech to go to the Independence Bowl for, you know, a week, two weeks, and lo and behold, it's the Independence Bowl, and uh, it's Cal, the opponent. So it's a rematch of the 2004 Holiday Bowl, minus the rankings. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, minus uh, Aaron Rodgers yep. and uh, Beast Mode and uh, a few of our guys that uh, we remember fondly. Yeah, it's an interesting matchup. Pac-12, Big 12, soon to be ACC, Big 12. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I you know, we're kind of figuring it'd be a 6-6, six 7-5 six, team. Power 5 brand. There'll be, you know, that'll that'll have some interest. It's on a Saturday night. It's actually kind of a late night kick, eight o'clock kick, on a Saturday night. Should be a, a uh, you know, good challenge. Two really good running backs, and in, in that game, hopefully, hopefully ours is participating, and I assume theirs will be participating. But what it, what is it? Number four, number seven rushers in the country. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah so I mean, now, they won't have their offensive coordinator. Yeah. Because he's uh, now the new Baylor offensive coordinator. And we'll be missing a, a left tackle. Mm-hmm. Monroe Mills into the portal. And uh, Ty Buchanan going to take his place. And, uh, yeah, but here we go. I mean, uh, and, and you know, one of the drawbacks, and that, that, that not that matchup necessarily, but that bowl assignment for Tech was seemed to be the leader in the clubhouse. Uh, or the yeah for for where tech would go um we've been there before went in the 86 went in 98 and uh still looking for uh our two, first win there yeah oh and two against mrs Ole miss and both of those in 86 and 98 and uh um but uh you know not a bad situation in terms of uh being able to get get fans to the game you know our dfw our friends out there our man lindale i don't know if he lives in lindale or not or if he's just hails from Lindale, but uh, you know our man Lindale—that's just right down the road for him. That's a quick pop. Uh, yeah, not not yeah. ideal because you're playing Vanderbilt right 
in Fort Worth that same evening. That's true. That's a good point. Um, so that's not great. I think you would prefer that it would be later in the year so that uh, people like Will Hammond and Micah Hudson could yep. practice more. And that was that was a drawback that we discussed last yeah. week about that. that. But, you know, you were 6-6. Six and six, Yep. Hard and to... this is what happens when you go 6-6. Six and six. And, uh, you know, the, the good thing is you're not playing, um, you know, a Marshall or a team like that where you'll have to really work to match the enthusiasm of your opponent. Um, I think Cal will be happy. This is, I think, their first bowl in a little while. Um, but at least it's, like you said, a Power 5 brand. Yeah. Um, I'm uh, intrigued. Yeah, first intrigued bowl by since it. 2019. Yeah, fun. You know, but that'll be fun. And here we go. Yeah, I mean, I'm, a chance uh, to win three bowls in a row. Yeah, right. A chance to finish with the winning record for the third consecutive year. Which, um, you know, not that seven and six is what anyone's goal was, uh, and it's still on some level a disappointing season if you're just kind of judging it thumbs up or thumbs down. But uh, considering how many years in a row you had losing records, to go three in a row with a uh, a winning record is a is a really nice start, right? Um, we get this in the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Um, happy Independence Bowl, gents! All of these transfers feel like a cleansing of the old culture and ushering in Joey's. That's from Duff in Houston. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that like. Monroe Mills is some sort of like yeah. bad culture guy. No, um, he's. I think that you probably would have liked to have him back. I don't know that he would, you know, for sure be some kind of starter type. I have no idea. But w- with as many issues if you as you've had up front, I don't know that you're just super excited about turning away guys with experience, mm-hmm. right? Um, and. I, I would assume Mills's situation has more to do with just him testing free agency. He's a left tackle, a power five left tackle who can test free agency, if you will, at no cost, right? In other words, it's it's a grad transfer situation, so he's not sitting out a year. Um, that, that's my assumption there. I haven't, like you said, he, I haven't heard anything about him being unhappy or a bad dude or, you know, going to get, going to have to, you know, going to lose his job if he stays here next year or whatever. I haven't heard any of that. I would assume it's a just a guy that's got two years worth of uh, power five starts under his belt at an all important left tackle position and saying, "Hey, let me uh, let me go see what's out there." And it, you know, I've actually been surprised. It's not been just. I mean, there have been a lot of programs out there that have had. I mean, Ohio State, <laughs> right? I mean. They've had several people enter. A&M has had a lot of people enter. Um, Dylan Gabriel has entered at Oklahoma, which is interesting. Um, it's not been some sort of mass exodus. Um, so, yeah, I don't I don't know that it's some kind of cleansing. Um, and, and frankly, I kind of view it as um, validation, right? That, that while your season was disappointing... And it wasn't what you were hoping for. And and that includes coaches and players and fans, obviously. Um, th- there clearly wasn't some sort of internal issue where people were 
unhappy being part of it, right? right. Not ha- happy with the results, clearly. No one's saying that. But, um, you know, you can be on a team at work and not have great results for whatever reason and still like your coworkers, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, ho- hopefully uh, the time off lets uh, Baron Morton heal to 100%, and you can uh, kind of use this game against Cal as a springboard into spring practice and a bit of a showcase of what uh, a healthy Morton can do with his experience now and maybe even some of those younger receivers who will have an opportunity to uh, to, to play some meaningful snaps. Um, this on the H Flooring Center chat line. Someone says this, uh, Gabriel to Hale State, Mississippi State. Yeah, I mean, Levy went there. Um, yeah. I think he could do better than Mississippi State. I, I thought that same thing. I, I've had a couple of people text that to me, and I, I'm, I'm not arguing. You know, I don't know enough about it to argue with it. Not super concerned about it. It would make some sense for him to say, "Hey, I want to stay in the system." Um, you know that I played in the last couple of years, but OU to Mississippi State, like, I mean, now if the if the you know, the first thing Lebby did was like, "Hey, we, I, I gotta have, I gotta have a quarterback, and I would prefer to have mine." You guys pull together some NIL stuff, and let's get, you know, and then he's getting a big fat pay raise to go NIL pay raise to go from OU yeah. to Mississippi State. Then there's some logic there, but man, yeah, I think like Oregon ooh. is more likely than Mississippi State. I, I mean, for him, I would hope that, but yeah, more tech talk next. podcast put together with red raider fans in mind this is the tech talk podcast from double t 97.3 presented by cantex roofing and construction hey there how you going it's tech talk on double t 97.3 and double t 97.3.com with gus and clint um aaron we're joining you today until six would love to hear what you have to say on the Yates flooring center chat line at double T 973com Um, so I did receive some emails today from myself. Sending myself emails. Did you write that uh, jingle? So, did you write that? No, I from blues clues did. Huh. I'm kidding. Uh, I hate it here. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. No, that was a, a Clint Scott original. Oh, um, boy, Clint. And uh, it will be on his next album with my fellow American, right? It's all jingles. No yeah. track is the past 10 album. seconds. Right. It's, like yeah, it's, it's jingle all the way. 78, 78 songs, all 15 seconds. And then there's the remix, too. Um, one of the emails, uh, and I don't – this was sometime before the season. Uh, we did Big 12 preseason predictions. Do either of you remember – you're raising your hand? I remember. I remember my pick, if that's what you're asking. Do you remember, remember your Big 12 champion pick? I remember declining nine wins in hopes for more. I had Kansas State beating Texas. You did? Clint? Or uh, Gus, sorry. Mm, I had Kansas State I don't remember. Texas. I don't, uh, I don't remember. Maybe did I, did I take Gus also had K-State okay. beating Texas. Uh, I had... Texas beating Kansas State, so I got uh, I get a point there. 
Um, <laughs> all right, surprise team. Do you remember what you picked for that? Mm. Uh, Gus, you picked Oklahoma State. Oh, look at me. And I think that you could probably, that, that certainly qualifies. Um, you, uh, Clint, you picked UCF, which is not, they were not a surprise team. Come on, six and six, bowl game. Uh, I picked matchup with Georgia Tech. I picked the Mountaineers. Wow. Yeah. Um, Definitely. Helped. And we don't have to determine which one was more surprising. We can both be right. You and me are no, tied battle for, it out. Tied for first. Um, disappointing team. Do you guys remember what you picked for that? I also do not. I feel like I picked Oklahoma State. Houston. I was you did. Down on them. You did. Houston. So, did I take Houston? Uh, uh, Gus, you took, took Baylor. And I think that, oh, wow. like, you know, Baylor, Baylor counts. Um, I did TCU. Oh, and I think at five yeah. and seven, they certainly qualify as um, one of the biggest disappointments. <laughs> Worst team. Oh, you guys kind of flubbed it here. Hey, were we, did I, we go all in on I, the West Virginia? I think it went West Virginia over Cincinnati. Gus, actually, you picked West Virginia. Yeah. Um, Clint, you and I both picked Cincinnati. So there are actually four names on the list because Will. Who worked here for like a day oh, happened yeah. to be here in the, the pooper. In, yeah. <laughs> happened yeah. to be here the one day that we did this. So oh. I'm having to kind of work around all of his. We liked Will, man. And he liked using the bathroom in alleyways. Well, or whatever. This is why he was let go. He hadn't um he didn't do it repeatedly, but he had just the, the, the key thing it. with him was that he taught told us about it. Like like first second question out of the gate. He just yep, I have. I, I just you asked you where you're from, him. and you're telling me that you pooped in an alley. No, that's not true. You, you did you usually, hey, how are you today, Will? And he's like, let me tell you about the time I pooped on All the right, sidewalk. fine. I did poop in the alley. <laughs> so, more importantly, who did he pick to finish last? <laughs> um, player of the year. Gus, oh. I'm afraid this one was a miss. Uh, you said Tyler Shuck. Oh. Uh, Clint, also a miss. You said Will Howard. <laughs> yeah. Um, and... I also missed, but not as bad. I said to Xavier Worthy. So I was at least in the same zip code. Okay, well, I didn't miss as bad because I picked the second team, all Big 12 quarterback. Yeah, sure. Oh, by default. And they go... Uh, coach of the year, uh, Gus, you said Joey McGuire. Heck yeah. you were You were hopped up on Texas Tech Kool-Aid before the season. I'll pick I missed those days. I'll pick next guy. I'll do it again next year. Uh, Clint, you said Chris Kleiman. And I picked Gus Malzahn. So that was a, yeah. Yeah, we were over there. <laughs> um, Mercy. And then let's do two quick other ones. Uh, June 19th, we had a conversation about this. Ari Timken of Sirius XM predicted that uh, Alan Bowman would be Big 12 Player of the Year. And clearly he was not. Although he <laughs> came closer than I think I know, a lot of people yeah, assumed. No doubt. So I, I give uh, I, I think Timken gets partial credit there. Yeah, and then uh, on Thursday, September fourteenth. So this was uh, this was after Texas Tech started one and one or zero oh and twos actually, uh -huh. um, and after Colorado started two and zero, oh, I predicted that Tech would have a better conference record than Colorado. Wow! And while it looked nice. a little bit tough there for a while, I came through. Bye -bye. All right, we can do the rest of them all. Oh, boy. AD. 
Did you see uh, on Twitter, it looked like, uh, I don't know if there's any truth to it, but apparently uh, Dion's girlfriend of like 12 years broke up with him yeah. this weekend. Like, tough little stretch right here in December. I'm sure he's doing okay, but... Uh, she was hired for the UTEP job, right? Probably. I think she interviewed for it. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, it's just kind of a little tough stretch here. Look at this in the Yates Flooring Center chat line uh, from Raiders Dad. Uh, what leech era receiver could you drop into this year's team that would have been worth two and a half wins minus Michael Crabtree, the obvious answer? Um, you know what? All things considered, and and when I say that, if you, if you play out the QB injuries as they happened, I think the most valuable guy might have been a dude that could really, really work the slot like Wes Welker. Because my inclination would be to pick a speed guy, outside guy, or whatever. But if you tell me we're going to play half the season with a QB that's sixty percent or whatever, um, I don't know that that a burner deep ball guy would uh, would uh, change things. So I I might take Wes in that regard. I would. I don't know that he would be worth two and a half wins. Yeah, Wes is a good answer. Amendola would be a good answer too. Yeah, true. Um, I would probably take. Either a dialed-in peak Jared Hicks yeah. or a senior Joel Falani. Uh Two big physical guys that could run a little bit, not burners by any stretch. Um, catch radius, key there. Yep. Um, will catch the tough passes, can break tackles, and, and kind of make something out of nothing. And then also they would help you in blocking, right? They, uh-huh. If they're doing a receiver screen, Falani's not going to get beat on a block. Um, they would help in the traditional run game too. Um, so yeah, I would, I would feel very good about that. Some, some yak guys, some yards after catch guys. Um, this on the EH flooring center chat line from Val, I caught the reception that Texas fans gave your mark for people who look down their noses and across the board, think they're better than everyone. They sure do have thin skins. No, I mean, congratulations to Texas winning, uh, a big 12 championship over the weekend, tying Kansas state, uh, for second most ever in the history of the big 12. And uh, yeah, first time since 2009 that the you know the Joneses have uh, climbed the mountaintop and beat a conference that they uh, have viewed as terrible for um, 15 plus years. Um, this in the Gage Florence Center chat line: The Ohio State could lose to Missouri. Um, this on the chat line uh, from Sooner in Lubbock: What do y'all make of the joke that is the Fiesta Bowl? Is that Liberty? Is that the Liberty game? Yeah, Oregon and Liberty. Never know, man. Never. I mean, on paper, it's it's a laugher, but you never know in these bowl games because you're going to get Liberty at their peak moment and Oregon as the most disappointed club in the room. Yeah, I mean, I recall never the Fiesta Bowl about 15 years ago or so that we thought was going to be a joke, and then it ended with a marriage proposal. So yeah, Boise State more tech owners next. The podcast that finishes your workday in a very Red Raider way. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hey there, how you going? Thank you for making us a part of your Monday with Gus and Clint. I'm Aaron. We're joining you today until 6 o'clock. We'll have the Dallas Cowboys Hour coming up at that time here on Double T 97.3. Uh, at 6 o'clock over on 100.7 The Score, we'll have High School Fan Zone uh, featuring coaches from Coronado, Estacado, 
Lubakai and Monterey. That's new, right? That's new. Yeah, after football, we've done the uh, post-Thanksgiving break. We're just Mondays and Wednesdays. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, would love to get your thoughts and comments on the EH Flooring Center chat line at double-t-97-3.com. Uh, someone has this question. Uh, did Kitley really interview for the UTEP job? I believe that is correct, yes. As we're being reported, right? It was reported by uh, Dave Campbell's Texas Football. Uh, no reason to doubt their report. And certainly would understand um, Kitley's inter- interest in interviewing for a head job. And, and I could understand UTEP's interest in uh, um, chatting with him. So Kenny Perry also, Kenny Perry rather also uh, um, went after that job. And I think he was a finalist. But uh, in the end, they went with the Austin P head coach. Raiders dad says this, uh, I've decided until further notice that Tech will always be my pick for most disappointing team on these exercises. Um, this in the chat line, with so many high-profile Tech players entering the portal, is this due to coaching staff issues or just personal decisions? Will this hurt future or current recruiting coming in? Man, I had somebody this weekend texting me like about Micah Hudson, like that. that's still a big maybe. Oh man, <laughs> yeah! Like you, you guys—it's the first furthest thing from a maybe. Step away from the hemlock, man. Um, high profile, I guess that would be the. Uh, I don't know that there was. Uh, I mean, when we think about Miles Price, I'll go one by one here. The Shuck thing—I don't even think that needs discussion. I mean, that was. Pl- that was discussed three or four weeks ago, right? The fact that he was going in the portal. I mean, I, I think that even the yeah. most um, Eeyore of Eeyores um, or, you know, Chicken Littles of Chicken Little can understand the idea of you can only play one quarterback at a time. Right. And, um, yeah, so uh, the – and, and uh, you know, there was a point near the end of the season which Deron Bradley was benched. You know what the Texas game, maybe if I'm remembering that correctly, like or yeah, uh, probably wasn't as active as uh, he would have liked to be. Miles Price has been hurt a significant part of two seasons, so s- help me with the high profile. Yeah, two, two three, now three backup linemen, like on down the depth chart linemen. Um, I guess in the portal on the offensive side, Monroe Mills we just discussed. That's probably him. Uh, you know as a as a uh, a left tackle, probably testing the waters a little bit, see what he's worth. Are are they high profile because they're actually high profile players, or are they high profile because you follow Texas Tech football and those are names that you recognize? I, I would be, and cl- I'm not yeah. trying to be like, you know, pedantic, but like most of these guys are replaceable. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like you know. The, the the baseball term wins above replacement uh-huh. or you know league average yeah, yeah like sure Bradley is not going to be difficult to replace the one that we saw this year now right. we can talk about his potential and the flashes that he showed and he, he certainly helped you win the Kansas game and mm-hmm. for that um, you know were it not for that you would be going bowling so I'm not saying that he's terrible or a or a cancer or he's a, a, a you know a, a net negative for your football team. But 
you're going to find someone else that next year can catch 40 passes for 475, right? And a couple of touchdowns. Like that's not that's not a concern. I mean, Monroe Mills, that's that that one can sting. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. I'll acknowledge that. Um, and again, I, I I can't sit in here and tell you for certain that he would start next year, uh, but he did start a lot for you this year, and um, it it wouldn't be the worst thing to have that experience um back but he won't be back and it's fine at that but, position i think about just the depth yeah the just the depth issue but, but like dylan gabriel is a high profile player that has entered the portal right Kyle mm-hmm. mccord is a high profile player that has entered the portal uh dante moore is a high profile player that has entered the portal etc cetera, etc cetera. um you just have had some starters and some uh some key backups and some buried pieces into the portal so far and really, you could say that about 99% of all the Power 5 teams out there. Um, everyone will lose people for the most part um, outside of a, a select few instances. These are people that I don't know that fans or coaches are just super tore up about leaving. Um, but, you know, this is the new reality of the sport. So I don't think that this will hurt future or current recruiting no at all um because again you're you're no different here than all of your peers uh along these lines along around this topic uh tyler shuck reported to have taken a visit today i guess to louisville mm-hmm. which just participated in the acc championship game and um yeah interesting because we had talked about the ucf visit last week yeah, it's going to be really interesting to kind of see where he ends up because, you know, Dante Moore, Dylan Gabriel, Kyle McCord, um, you know, Riley Leonard at Duke. Mm-hmm. There are a lot, like, there's a good amount of uh, experienced, high profile quarterbacks that have played in some big time games. Did, and you didn't um, mention K State, did you? Oh, yeah. Will Howard. Jeez. Yeah. And so. You know, there, there's not going to be just a ton of those high-profile programs that are looking for a immediate kind of plug-and-play quarterback. Um, so I, w- I wonder if if Louisville might be the best that Shuck can do. Um, this on the chat line uh, from Tracy and Dallas. Hey, boys, I love you guys uh, because you're entertaining, but mostly because you're not tech apologists. I realize it's early in the portal cycle, but what has transpired with all the exits has me concerning Perhaps less importantly, who is going to run and catch the ball for Tech in the bowl game? I think the, uh, I mean, Coach Coach McGuire addressed that yesterday in his media session, and it's all guys that are have been a part of the picture through a lot. Like m- most recently, they were a, a big part of the Texas game. Uh, uh, you know, and Brooks the, the, could still play. Yeah, yeah. He, oh, I didn't even think about that. I was thinking about the receiver group. But yeah, the the uh, you know Xavier White will probably be, be splitting less splitting reps where he was with Miles Price. But again, Miles Price missed a bunch this year, mm-hmm. and so we've played games and won games without Miles. Uh, Bradley has been you know off and on, maybe a diminished role as we've gone along. Don't don't think that. Uh, so I you know it probably means more playing time for guys whose names we know. More tech talk next. 
It's every Red Raiders favorite podcast. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hi there, how you going? It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com with Dr. Mike Gustafson and Clint Scott. I'm Aaron Dickens. We're joining you today until 6 o'clock. We'll have the Dallas Cowboys hour coming up at that time. Followed at 7 by Monday Night Football by the um, featuring the Bengals and the Jags. Or if we're going off of the handwriting on the board, it's the 13 Ingles at the Jays. <laughs> Go 13 Ingles. Yeah. Um, this in the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Um, <laughs> Oregon minus 14 open against Liberty, and that spread will grow. I mean, if Oregon is locked in and excited to play and, oh, yeah. all, you know, most of their key pieces are, are you know, not sitting out, et cetera, then, yes, Liberty will not be able to hang with them. Um, but plenty of examples in the past of of those things not all happening. Um, this on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Uh, if Ryan Day doesn't beat Michigan next season, he's gone. Um, this on the chat line. We'll know more when we see where our transfers land. Price was offered today by North Texas, for instance. Yeah, no, that's, that's fair. I mean, Trey Cleveland plays there. At least he did. Um, this in the chat line, people need to realize that the transfer portal is always going to be a thing. All schools across the country, even the best teams have a mass exodus nowadays. Doesn't mean it's a coaching problem after the year that we've had. I'm totally cool with a turnover for this team, especially at receiver. Uh, somebody says this, if you two had to pick the Vanderbilt hoops game or the bowl game, which would you choose? Yeah. Bowl game. Yeah, probably. Bowl game. I mean, do I, is it a, yeah. I mean, if it's just, if, if I'm just fueling up the Learjet for one of the two, then, uh, you know, if I had private planes offering me flights to both places, I'd probably choose bowl game, but, uh, uh, I'd be, I'd be intrigued by that, that Vanderbilt game. I, I mean, mean if, if you're asking from the perspective of a, um, Metroplex area, Right, tech fan, um, you know they're going to play in the Metroplex again. I mean, they're playing TCU in Fort Worth in late January. Um, you know, they they played A and M at the in the exhibition. Um, you'll have opportunities to see them again. Um, whereas, you know, this is a bowl game. This is the last time you'll see Tech football play until. Uh, what September next September or do they start in August next maybe, year? Maybe August thirty. Either way, yeah, I you know? got you. Sure, yep. So, but you know, you can't go wrong. Uh, this in the H Flooring Center chat line. Uh, what is with it? All these people saying all the exits in the portal. Tech has only had a few in the portal, and no one that we should be devastated about. August thirty first. August thirty first. Saturday of Labor Day weekend. Yeah. Um. This in the chat line with Texas and Oklahoma now gone from the Big 12 in football. What other powerhouse teams will be the new Texas and Oklahoma to make the Big 12 a conference to be reckoned with? Will the Big 12 have to bring in some big-name schools just to make the conference competitive? Uh, I don't know how to answer that. Um, I don't know that you just bring in schools uh, to, I mean, 
just added eight. <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, if you want to go a, a few steps beyond the question, I mean, there's some thought that you know, with the Florida State drama happening this weekend, that they'll be clanging around louder than ever, and they were pretty loud this summer. Uh, you know, about getting out of the conference and dissolving the grant rights and doing all the things there, and could then that result in some ACC acquisitions? Yes. The Texas using the word powerhouse. Uh, I don't, don't know that there's going to be some institutional powerhouse or a college football powerhouse um, that, that's coming into the league. And when I say that, I think about that in terms of legacy and budget and tradition and those things. And, uh, you know, but but adding, I mean, Utah's been very good over the, the last couple decades. But, the, I mean, again, the way the question's worded, like powerhouse, like we're going to go, all right, Alabama, what do we have to? What do we have to send your way to get you to the Big Twelve? I, that, that ain't yeah, happening. I mean, you're, you're not going to replace the brands of Oklahoma and Texas, no. right? That that that's going to take years, if not decades, to um, to engineer. Uh, look, look at Oregon and and kind of how far they've come over the last twenty five years. I mean, it, it, this is not a slow process, um, but I think that brand power. And competitiveness and competitiveness on the national scale; those are two separate things, right? And so, you don't need one team or two teams to emerge as uh, perennial playoff contenders, uh, perennial national championship contenders, in order to be a competitive conference and to also be competitive at the national level. Um, I mean, and and I would argue too that you're you're closer there than you think. Right, especially with some of the new teams coming in, um, TCU, they beat Michigan last year. Right, right. Like people forget that because they got their ass kicked by Georgia, uh, but they beat TCU last year. Um, Texas w- just won the Big Twelve for the first time since two thousand nine. They have not been um, what they portray themselves to be for a while, and they happen to finally kind of, um, you know use their massive resource advantage correctly this year for the first time in, in 14 years bully for you. But like, it's not like they've been running this show right um, on the field while, and while it can feel like that. Yeah. And then Oklahoma, not even close uh, six and seven last year and going to the Alamo bowl this year. Right. So two very powerful brands, massive hit to lose them. Right from a brand power perspective, inarguable. Um, but this, this league, especially with Utah and Arizona coming in, um, you're going to be just fine. Like the the winner of your league will be able to handle themselves um, in the 12 team playoff. Now, will you win a national championship? Yeah, who knows? Um, you know, probably not going to run off six in a row. Yeah. Right. Um, w- will you get a lot of benefit of the doubt? as an at-large team, probably not, uh, especially with the way that Florida State was screwed over the weekend. Um, but in terms of um, the teams that you send being competitive, I'm not, I'm not worried about that at all. Right. This has been the Tech Talk Podcast, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T 97.3 podcasts at DoubleT97.3.com.